guys, this is Looking Ahead to Beto Days, and I am your host, Chris. Uh, we're doing a little bit of a different episode this week. Um, I decided, after getting quite a few requests about doing an episode on the debates, that I would do an episode on the debates. This is, this is a little bit different than what we've been doing. We've talked a lot about policy. We've had guests come in and talk about policy, um, but I decided I was going to do something special. So I brought in some old guests, and or some former guests, and we, we, we talked about the debates, what we saw what we thought would come and what we all took out of it is it's kind of was kind of chaotic like even our discussion was chaotic because you know it's june june 2019 the election is not until november 2020 and the first primary is not until february 2020 so there's not much that can be gleaned from this like we we watched all four hours of the debates um from both days we watched um, or excuse me we read information we did research um you know we looked at polls and it's it's June, you know. So you'll you'll get to hear the discussion. We record pre-recorded that, but you know it's 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 very interesting as you try to follow it along because it ran very much like the debates themselves. But before we get into that, we're going to get into some Beto news. So last week was July fourth, um, and instead of having grandiose parades to themselves, uh, a lot of the candidate candidates um, went out and they went around the country. And Beto was no different. He went to uh, Independence, Iowa where he participated in a parade he participated in or at least went to a citizenship um ceremony at a baseball stadium but i think the most the biggest thing that i took from that was he took his kids with him on that trip um we've seen beto by himself we've seen beto with amy his wife we haven't seen him with the three kids that much as a nation i know they saw it a lot in texas but not so much um here so or excuse me nationally um, so it was really nice to see Beto the dad, and you can tell his kids really love him, and he's a really good dad. You know, he was marching with uh, Henry on his shoulders um, through the parade. They were all handing out candy. He was he gave uh, talks before the um, before the parade started. He made sure to mention that they needed to be respectful to the other candidates. Like he is a stand up guy, like one hundred percent a stand up guy. Um, and then after the 4th of July, last Friday, he participated in the NEA Strong Public Schools Forum. Basically, him and the other candidates went in and they were asked questions and they were to answer these questions. And, you know, as because they're teachers, uh, there was all these limitations. So it was really nice to see. And education is extremely important to me. Those of you who don't know me personally, um, when I'm not doing my podcast or being dad, I am, I am a teacher majority of the year. So it's was really good for me to hear a lot of their um, different policies and how they felt about things and what they wanted to do and where, how education was important to them because that's my number one issue. Right now, as, as a father to my son and a, a, a you know, a, a mentor and somebody that a lot of my students look up to, that stuff's important to me. So it was really nice to hear his, uh, his views, what he wants and what he wants to do as far as, um, you know, students, his, his, as far as education. One of the things that from that that stuck out to me was where he talked about charter schools and private schools. And I, I agree with him on this point. If you want your kid to go to a private school, you can send your kid to a private school. But that private school shouldn't be getting any taxpayer-funded money. You're already getting money from the parents who are paying for your kid to go there. There's no reason they need to get taxpayer money. That That is no vouchers, no nothing. I, I'm spot on with Beto on that. But kids should have the right to go to a private school. If your parents want to send you to a private school, they should be able to. Point blank, period. Um, and then on Saturday, he participated in the Essence Fest, um, which is a... Uh, it was the 25th anniversary of Essence. He went and he spoke a lot about, um, and he talked a lot about the importance of, of, of black, of women of color. Um, and you know, just how essential they are to democracy and how big of a, uh, impact in the democratic, uh, uh, just everything they are, um, you know, how they participate getting out to vote, um, you know, they're, they're really like the heart and soul. And that's what he said is they were the heart and soul of um of the democratic party and then it gets overlooked a lot and you can go on uh on facebook or on the internet and find uh where he talked as well it's really good i don't want to take too much from that and you can also find the nea strong um, public schools forum on there as well um if you look at my page on twitter uh at looking ahead to look at look to better days or excuse me at look to better days i can't believe i messed up my own 
um, uh, Twitter handle, but it is at look ahead to better days. Um, the number two, I have, I shared all of that out. Um, he also, while he was there, he went to a food bank. Like he went and handed out food. Like he, he, he's he got his hands in so many things because he wants people to know that he's here for them. Like it's, it's just amazing to see some of the things that he's done, but he wasn't done just yet. On Sunday, he had this giant, this huge event where he had um, musicians come in. You know, Willie Nelson's granddaughter came and played, and he spoke there for like 40 minutes on immigration, on all sorts of things. And he doesn't stand on a stage. He stands in the middle of the people because that's where he feels like he belongs and where he can do the most good. And again, that's also on my page. You can look that up and give it a watch. I really, I, I could go into more detail, but... I really want you guys to be able to watch it. I can't do justice to what the man does um, on his own. It's just, it's really good stuff. Um, and moving on from Beto News, um, I have, I've not always been the most politically active person. Um, I shared something on Twitter the other day about why Beto for me. And not everybody follows me on Twitter, so I decided that I was going to share that here with you guys. So um, I, I want, I'm trying to try to keep this going with other Beto supporters, but I'm going to be the first. Um, and this section of the show is going to be called Why Beto? So why Beto for me? In uh, for, for me, it really changed and everything changed in November of 2016. I'm not going to go into details, but the day after the election, I walked into school and I had a one of my students come up to me and say, Mr. True, um, is, I heard Donald Trump's going to bring back slavery. And I was like, well, no, he can't do that. That's, you know, we've, we've pretty much ingrained that in our constitution. He can't do that. But the fact that that kid even felt that way as a child, I, it was, is very telling. So after that happened, I just, I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I wanted to be involved, but I didn't know how to do so. So I kind of took Twitter when I took to Twitter, um, you know, is mostly just bashing on politicians, mostly Donald Trump. You know, not I wasn't doing the best thing to get myself heard. And then in, I believe it was July of 2018, um, a video came across my Twitter page of Beto O'Rourke answering a question about football players kneeling. And the way he answered that question spoke to me. It really blew me away. I was like, oh, wow, this guy's, I'm going to pay attention to him. And I did. I followed everything he did. I found a way to watch that debate with Ted Cruz. I'm in Virginia. I'm not in Texas. I had no stakes in that race whatsoever other than I wanted to see him in, in the Senate. I wanted to see him unseat Ted Cruz because I felt like that guy could do so much more for our country. Well, when November rolled around and he lost, I looked at my wife. I said, he's going to run for president. And when he runs for president, I, he's got my vote. So I continued to follow Beto, and I was watching a lot of the stuff he was doing. And I was telling my wife, I said, he's going to run. He's going to run. Watch him. He's going to run. My my wife said, I don't think so. He said he wasn't going to run for president, this, that, and the other. He was going to you know, go back to El Paso. I was like, no, no, he's setting up for a run. And then he announced, and as soon as he announced, I did something I had never done before. And I, I donated, donated money to a, a political campaign. And that's never happened. That's not something I've ever been motivated to do. I dropped 25 immediately. And then I started paying attention to what was going on. He came here in April. Uh, he came to Hampton, Norfolk. He went up to Henrico um, in Virginia, up near Richmond, um, which I unfortunately could not be at, but I begged my wife to go like begged her to go because I couldn't go. I need you to go and record what he says. I need to see everything. I, I, you got to ask these questions for me. I need you to go. And I texted her vigorously throughout the day. You know, how was it? Did, was it fun? How was he? Was he like in person? I was just enamored. And I, I kept going on, on Twitter and I started spreading more stuff out about Beto. And then one day, um, uh, a fellow volunteer, um, sent me a, a direct message like hey do you how do you feel about volunteering do you want to volunteer and do social media and I was like yes absolutely I want to do that right now how do I do it and so I signed up and I started doing social media 
I started doing that at first, just tweeting stuff out, hashtag Beto2020, retweeting stuff, and then I slowly started upgrading to where I started doing little videos in the morning. Um, I started that on Father's Day, and I've tried to do one every single day since then. I've not been best about it recently just because I've been very busy, um, but I mean, I've only, I think I've missed two. I haven't done one today yet, but I'll get to it. I'm doing this. Um, but I got really involved and I, I started getting in, in ingrained in the community and the, the Beto supporter community is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Like the, it, he's really brought out the best in America and the best, best in all of us. And it's just, it has been really, really fulfilling for me. And he's really brought me out of my comfort zone. Um, I mean, I started this podcast. I do this podca- podcast weekly to talk to you guys, to spread the word on, on, on Beto. That's not something that's in my wheelhouse. You know, I, I listen to each and every podcast several times because I listen for mistakes I made. I hope people like this. I hope people don't uh, get upset about this. Like I, I just analyze myself um, on Friday this coming up Friday, I'm going to one of the Lights for Liberty um, vigils. I'm starting at a meetup. I've held meetups. I've done clipboarding as well. Like, I have never done these things before. And so the question was, why Beto for me? And it's because he's literally brought out the best in me. I feel like being involved in this movement has made helped me be a better father, a better husband, a better person, a better American, because I really feel like, felt like at the time that America was dead, like I didn't have any sense of identity, but he's brought that out in me. He has brought out my best, and I'm so much happier for being involved in this movement and getting involved in doing something about it, and that's what he can do for all of us. Beto will bring out the best in America, and that is what we need right now. And that's why he needs your vote, he needs your volunteer hours, and he needs your your money, really. And like at the end of the day, it's, there's money's involved. Um, but without further ado, we're going to go ahead and uh, go right into our discussion. All right, guys. So we'll be talking about the debates today, and to do that, I actually brought back a couple of previous guests. I have brought back Dan and Hannah. What's going on, guys? What's going on? So Chris, how's it going? I Not haven't. bad, guys. So we all took the time, and uh, we 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 watched the debates, and we both uh, we all took a couple weeks to really think about it, see how we felt about it, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, Ooh. how do you guys think it went? I mean, it's a first debate. Um, it, honestly, it means literally nothing. I mean, like you can, if you mess up in the first debate in June of 2020, it's not going to kill your campaign. Does it help it? Mm, not as much, but like, how do you, how do you guys think it went, Dan? How do you, how do you think it went? I I think it went as well as you know you would expect. If that makes any sense, um, nobody said nobody really stumbled. A few people kind of stood out. Um, you know, it's. You said it's really it's June. The first primary is in early February. You know, no, you know, nobody can sit, sit there and say, oh, "Oh, one person did quit," but we'll get to that one later. Mm-hmm. But it's really just like, you know, what's so what's ahead? What's going to happen next? And you know, what can we extra- extrapolate from this? Um, and we'll get to that soon, I guess. But you know, it just again, it didn't really like move a needle for me in any any one way or the other. Um, it said it's still a few months, so more debates. There's still people in the debate who shouldn't be on the stage. Um, but, you know, basically, you know, one, how I thought, you know, a few people stood out who I thought might stand out. You know, a couple of people I didn't think got the kind of attention as, as well as they did on stage as I thought they should got in the media. But, you know, I guess we'll get to that in a few minutes. That's basically my opinion. Yeah, what do you think, Hannah? Yeah, I don't think there was anything that was, like, mind-blowing or anything that 100% swayed me one way or the other um so i but like we've just said it's it was june we're still a year away from primaries so Mm -hmm. i mean good good for showing but i'm eager to see more uh, so you on top of you like they all did in the debate? Just kidding, I won't do that. Yeah, yeah, we can all just <laughs> completely talk over each so, other and start shouting loud. That was the one thing that pissed me off about the debate is that you know it's, it's basically who can make himself stand out by yelling. That was yeah. pissed me off. I don't like De Blasio. 
you know, I know he's a liberal, but like he just runs me the wrong way. Dude, shut up. <laughs> Let them talk. I mean, yeah. five seconds, and other people did too, so I shouldn't just picking on but him. But that was the big thing. If you look at the first night to the second night, you know, mm-hmm. like the first night, it was more of like I heard somebody say the first night was more of like a quorum. You know, everybody. Yeah. I think Laurent actually said that yep. on Who's your last episode. Yeah, it was like it was more of a quorum. Everybody took their question and they answered it, and if they were addressed, then they you know came back and addressed that they were addressed in the previous candidate's statement. But second night, it was like guns blazing from the beginning Mm -hmm. and i don't know i kind of dug the first night more not because i liked or prefer the candidates that were on the first night but it i don't know i'm i think i I am just as everybody else is just so sick of how politics run in this country that it was nice to see a little bit of decorum and nice to see a little bit of you know humanity i actually (laughs) read through the transcripts and most second night was Crosstalk, crosstalk, inaudible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, that's fine. Inaudible. <laughs> in, inaudible, yeah. Well, and, and you ran into that a couple times in the in the first night, um, specifically with Julian Castro and um, Beto O'Rourke with, mm-hmm. you know, Beto going to explain his point of view and then Castro literally talking over him and using his whole minute. And that's another thing that bothered me is if you have somebody who stops you and talks over you, you should be allowed to get your full minute. That's That's not fair. That's... Yeah, it it's inappropriate to me. It's 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 piss poor politics. Um, you know, it, and like we have already said, we don't think it told us anything. You know, Dan's already mentioned that we had one candidate drop out, and that was that was Eric Swalwell. Um, Swalwell is actually somebody who I I liked a lot when he got in. I I started paying attention to him. He's a real young guy, real smart. Um, I think I think he saw it as a as a better move to try to go back into the House of Representatives, but he wasn't made or broken by this debate. In fact, he actually had a really really good debate i mean he had, he went up uh he he went at biden he went at uh Buttigieg, he, and he called Buttigieg out um on how why he hasn't uh fired mm-hmm. the police chief in south bend for what's been going on there um and you know that that whole thing that whole situation is a mess in south bend but when they t- started talking about it, I, I wasn't really that impressed by Buttigieg's <sighs> answer you know it's you like easy to say it's not it wasn't necessarily his his honesty it's i don't know it's just something about yeah. him he doesn't seem remorseful yeah. he doesn't he's... seem like it's that important to him and that's that kind of rubs me the wrong way like i want somebody who who <clears throat> i i believe he seemed a little matter of fact yeah. they were like well why haven't you done it he's like we just haven't gotten it done yeah, he's one you know, guy who i yeah. thought would have a better showing on on he was thursday right yeah who uh, who did judge yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Buttigieg was Thursday, and you know, he he's at. I mean, he he's literally polled at zero percent with black voters, and you know that should that should tell you something. But that, and again, let's 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 stick to the to the debates. Well, one thing, um, Chris. Before I'm trying to pull out the debate thing, but if you're that level of black voters, when you get even if you win Iowa, when you go to the steep the South states, you're not going to have a shot there. No, not you know, at the all. Carolinas, the Alabama, Mississippi's. It's going to be a problem for him. But oh yeah, for sure. For sure, and that's that. That is going to be a real problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, somebody who I thought had a really, really, really great night that I was really, really impressed with um, was Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. I, I think she. I think she <laughs> made the most of her of her moment. She's the only one that I felt like actually rose to the occasion. You know, everybody keeps talking about Elizabeth Warren, but Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren says the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Like Bernie, Bernie Sanders says yeah. the same thing every single time. And unfortunately, like on the first night, the first like three or four questions, um, I mean, like they ask Elizabeth Warren a question, somebody else, Elizabeth Warren a question, somebody else. And I, I thought that was unfair. There's a lot of people we didn't hear a lot from. Like I, I know, uh, you know, Tim Ryan kind of made a fool of himself with the, uh, the Taliban, Taliban attack, <laughs> his Taliban comment, but we didn't hear much else from him. I, you know, I would have like, liked to hear more. I think it was that by design. Yeah, honestly, I think it was by design. Um, I think it was by design, and let's put Elizabeth Warren out there with all of these people that are kind of in the in the back of everybody's mind, and then stack the second night. And also, I mean, I, I understand that there are 20 people participating in these debates. I, I still think that it needed to be, you know, 
five people one night, five people the next night. I understand that you're trying, but you like you you can't get everybody's. You there's just physically not enough time because we know how these debates go. Case in point, the second night, like there's just no mm-hmm. way to get everybody enough time to if these debates are designed to inform the American people of what their policies are or what, what they think about each of these issues, there's no way that that's going to happen with this big of a field in one, two hour night. No, absolutely. I I think it could have, I think it could have helped a lot had it been spread up, spread out a bit more. I agree with that. I, I I think it it was just an absolute shit show from the from the beginning, just because of the numbers yeah. that they had. It's just it was too many people, and I get that we have twenty three people running and that many people um, qualified, and we have a lot of people who qualified for CNN as as well. It, it, the, that number is a little bit smaller, um, but the 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 debate in September, you had to make. I mean, they 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 tightened it. And it is going to be only eight people. Mm-hmm. Only eight people. Um, and that I think is going to be a lot better. It's going to narrow it down and people are really going to, going to be able to see what these candidates have to offer. And that's what the debates are about because a lot, some of these guys don't get a lot of major coverage. Um, so, or they get bad press. So this is their chance to like show who they are. So if you, if you mess up once, you're kind of like, you know, you're a little bit up the creek it's, or, or something happens. Let's, let's take the, the, the Beto Castro moment. You know, Beto is starting to talk about his um, policy on immigration and Julian Castro um, throws out there uh, 1325. 1325 is kind of how they they um, patrol the border. And he said that they should get rid of that because that's what leads to the detainment of children. That's what the Trump administration is using and all that good stuff. But he also kind of at the same time threw red meat to the the Republican base because it sounds like he wants open borders, and that's not good. That's actually that's a real bad idea. It's a terrible idea. But the to more to the point, Beto didn't get to tell us about his immigration policy, and his Im- immigration policy is fantastic. It's it's amazing. If you sit down and read it, it's really good. Like it's 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 comprehensive, and it could it'll 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 get more than just your hardcore far left Democrats on it. It's gonna it'll it'll pull in some Republicans and, and as much as it pains me to say it, we, we need some of those votes. Hmm. But I mean that's that just <laughs> that I mean yeah, that's that's just the nature of the yep. nature of the beast of politics in this country though, is you have to have you have to have some from each side. And not just like in an election in 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 Congress and lawmaking. Yeah, Congress should be bipartisan. It shouldn't be a this is a Republican issue, this is a Democrat issue. I mean, like that's going to happen, but you have to find common ground. That's what this country has been. Yeah, built no, on. that's what I'm saying. But Chris, yeah. other than the the thirteen twenty five issue, what what other what maybe it'll stand out from other candidates? You know, obviously you want to have the DACA uh, pathway to citizenship. Um, you know, border security. What what else stands out from his from his and somebody like Kamala or Biden or or uh, Warren? Well. The thing with the other ones is uh, Castro actually got Warren to sign on with getting rid of 1325, and Kamala also raised her hand with that towards that, and they kind of all separated themselves, and Beto was the one who kind of stuck behind it. Well, the reason that he has stuck behind it was more or less because he wants to keep people like actual actual criminals from coming into the country. We have to have some kind of policing. We can't just have open borders. You know, there has to be some kind of of safety behind it. Yeah. You know, his policy, he, he wants to move, he wants to bring uh, DACA recipients into the fold. He wants to help people become citizens. He wants people to do things the right way. Like, it's not necessarily, you can't just, it, it's an open door policy. If you have a, not necessarily an open door, sorry, that makes it sound like <clears throat> open borders and that's not mm-hmm. the case. He wants it to be a, more friendly and more inviting. If you, you won't have people coming here legally if you don't have a reason to come here legally, right? If you mm-hmm. think you can come in and use the legal methods, you're going to do that. Like you're not going to, because it, it, it creates a lot of fear. And you're right. If you look through a lot of their policies, a lot of it is the same. Where he stands out is on 1325. Mm-hmm. That's a, a big part of that. 
Okay. But uh, so let's 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 dig into the Harris Biden um mm-hmm. incident. I, I say an incident, and really, in a in two in a, in a four hour debate, let's put them all together, all the candidates. Only only two moments really really kind of stick out to me, and that was Beto and Castro, um, and Harris and and Biden, because that's really what's been getting the the most attention. Because you haven't heard anything else about Pete Buttigieg and um, the South Bend incident, or not necessarily incident, but part of the debate. You nobody's talking about Bill De Blasio. <laughs> they talk, they still talk about Julian Castro and Beto O'Rourke and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris went for the jugular on that, cut him up, served him up for dinner. A hundred percent. Like she, she put him over a barrel on that one and, and, and rightly so. And when she told that story about being one of the, the people who was bust and she finished it with, and that little girl was me, everybody kind of went, Oh, Oh, okay. First of all, she started with, being the only person of color on this stage, can I talk about race? <laughs> yeah. Number one. Like. Well, that's when she threw down the gauntlet. No, and I know. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, maybe that was a misstep on the moderator's part when they're like, we can't talk about issues of race and not. It, it was almost like they were not including the one person of color on that stage. Was that the second hour or the first hour? I can't remember. I think it was the first hour. I think it was. Uh, it was yeah. very early on. Was it? Yeah, because I honestly Joe Biden, don't remember. Because I think she because she threw Joe Biden off his game and and back to Joe Biden just a little bit before we really get into Kamala, he seemed really disoriented and confused. Mm-hmm. I think he did too. Yeah. Yeah, he just didn't. He it, he seemed old. I don't want to. I don't want to come off like that. But he seemed old. And yeah, but he's never been a good campaigner. He he had a lot of missteps. A lot of bad he's kind of like i don't want to say he's like trump because that's a bad comparison but he says things he shouldn't say and looks kind of foolish even when he was younger even when he was younger he's ran for president four times now or so Mm -hmm. i know he's a good senator he's a good vice president but he's i just don't think he has a presidential chops i think think it's all name recognition yeah oh for sure because if it wasn't biden Biden, obama's vp he would be another guy yeah he would be just another one in the pack. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I agree. And I think I and Kamala Harris exposed him yeah. with that. He she 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 very much exposed him for. I just don't understand how I just don't understand how like if you say something and and you don't mean it the way that it's taken, that happens. Things get misconstrued. But just I mean immediately just immediately be like y'all my bad don't let it drag on i don't think joe biden's a racist i don't think anybody thinks joe biden's a racist but you can't talk about being able to work with segregationists and not condemning them as you know crappy people yeah Yeah. (laughs) like 35 people come on on, exactly like if you say your dumb thing, own it and be like, y'all, my bad. That's not what I meant. Segregationalists are crappy people. It, it but, sounds... you know, and I don't think like the butt is a wrong. I mean, like there are crappy people in Congress and you're going to have to work with them. That is just yeah. case in point. It sounds like he's saying there's fine people on both sides. It's if exactly you ask what it sounds person, like. It's, it's, no. It sounds like not, that. He's not saying that. He's not no, saying no, no, no. He's not saying that at all. No, no, no. I, don't, don't take me wrong. Yeah. But that's what it sounds that's like. It sounds and perception like. Is, yeah. is the key here. His point Especially makes when you're running for president. Yeah, his point makes sense that he can work with anybody. But you shouldn't be saying, oh, I work with these two assholes. I can do it with anybody. Exactly. Um, exactly. And one thing about Biden that bothers me is, his, his, his oh, once I'm president, the Republicans will come to my side. Are you? He can't be that dumb. Yeah. Like, he was literally yeah. next to Obama for eight damn years, and eight for eight damn years. What did McConnell do? No, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to. No, we're not going to mm-hmm. appoint your judges. We're not going to confirm your judges. Blah blah blah. Even even the district judges, like he didn't. He did jack shit, uh, McConnell for eight years on purpose. Yeah, he's well, not going to around and, against him now. So yeah, he's not going. But he's not going to come around and, and help you out if he, if the Senate if Republicans win the Senate. He's not. Yeah. Sorry. I would no. like to say, just point out real quick, that I was not the first one to curse tonight. Usually I think it was I Chris. Am. Chris, no, Chris said something before. Yeah. We, I, no, we, I know. I was. I was just waiting for you to do it too. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, funny. just wanted to point it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right. sorry for my little cough about now. So if you're a cough, I'm sorry. That's funny. No, to... no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Might have been the but... first one to curse in general on this podcast, but not tonight. Yeah. I was at the yeah, effort yet. She broke. <laughs> she broke the mold. Um, no, and and I think part of the problem here is something that all of us kind of just did. Um, we started talking about Kamala Harris, and we ended up on Joe Biden. And I, I think that happens a lot because what should be we should be talking about Kamala Harris, but we kind of got diverted and started talking to Joe Biden, and that's part of you know what I'm seeing in this this race, anyways. So let's let's take this back to Kamala Harris, who had, who she had a really a really strong night. I think if you asked me, I think Kamala Harris won both nights. Everybody, I keep seeing a lot of stuff about Elizabeth Warren, and you know I, I am admittedly not an Elizabeth Warren fan. <laughs> But she didn't really do anything. That she she hasn't said anything that she hasn't said before, and you can argue that a lot of them didn't. But Kamala Harris did. Kamala Harris one hundred percent said something different. But she had she gained, to. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody had to. Everybody on that stage, you had to say something different from everybody else. Why do you? That's why they were going after each other. Oh, but I think Warren's already up, going up in the polls, and I think her probably goal was not to stumble. I didn't say anything really outlandish. Well, Kamala was sort of coming up and not quite there. And this was like her, I forget the moment she had a couple months ago and a, a hearing, maybe it was for Kavanaugh, where she basically laid somebody out. Oh, yeah. Her, Klobuchar uh, was in that too. And, and, and I, I Klobuchar, like Klobuchar put her, I, I like her too. Yeah. Klobuchar, and, and you know, that's one of the nice things. Like, it's nice to have so many people that you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a very few who I don't like, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I'm De Blasio rubbed me the yeah. wrong way. I found him <laughs> annoying. Castro annoyed me, and I've never been a Bernie Sanders fan. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I, I get it, but yeah. he promises a bunch of stuff. He's never gonna, um, he's he just can't give it to possible. And to that matter, he runs as a Democrat when when it's convenient. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, he didn't say anything outstanding either. And I, I agree with your point about Elizabeth Warren, but at the same time, I mean. She's still not first. No, she's nowhere. Near, and the polls are stupid, anyways. If you want to ask my yeah. opinion, but she's still not first. Mm-hmm. And 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 to quote Ricky Bobby, if if you're if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> wow, it's, it's the, the snow. It's just God. it's as simple as it is. The best right? far so, can come up with God. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I found a way to. to but I mean, that still that begs Farrell. the point again. <laughs> Why is Joe Biden first? Is Joe Biden first because everybody knows who the hell he is, or is Joe Biden ranking or polling first because people are actually buying, like picking up what he's putting down? It's name recognition. It's it's a hundred percent name recognition. So if yeah. you take that out, how do you? I think she, I think she knows. It's like kind of when you're playing a game and you know somebody can sabotage themselves. I think that might be one of her goals. Is like she knows that she has a great message. You know, she has a good story to tell, and she's she has some name recognition. She's liked. Biden has all that, but Biden stumbles. Biden has foot and mouth disease. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, he, so he's his well-worst enemy. The, well, and, she, and, no matter, unless, the only issue she's had is the uh, Cherokee issue with the uh, Native American uh, uh, bloodline. She, she probably fabricated. Yeah. Uh, other than that, she's well, been pretty solid. I wouldn't say fabricated. I, I'm, I, to, to... Put, a, too much, I put too much out there for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you you can't like you, you. She used it too much. Like, there's yeah. everybody in America thinks they're part Native American. They're all told yeah. that story, but I'm I didn't not. put it on a college <laughs> application not. or any kind of applications. Yeah, no, Daniel is 100. You're a different not. type of tribe. I'm, I'm definitely different. Yes, yeah, exactly. They're what, they're, you you come from 12 tribes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I say hey, I like to throw my stuff out there. Um, but with with Biden, I think people see it as eight more years of Obama. That's yeah. what, and that's what they're banking on is eight mm-hmm. more years of Obama, it, it and it, it and it one hundred percent won't be, and we don't need that. We don't need eight more years of Obama. And if I'm going to tell, uh, like I said this is a this is a better work podcast. I kind of opened it up for the debates for us to talk about that, you know. And I I, I volunteer and I campaign for him and do all of that stuff, and yeah, I'm going to do that right now. We don't need more of the same. We need somebody different, and that's what he's trying to do. He's breaking the mold, you know, going door to door, going to different. Like he's going back to Iowa. He's been to Iowa like four or five times. Something stupid. Like he's going to. He will. Beto will work market down right now. We'll go to every single can uh, county in Iowa before oh. that. Before that uh, primary. Well, yeah, he he'll, he'll be the only one who does it. 
he's an advantage over most of the candidates. He doesn't have a job. That's fair, but he's um... I'm, not, I'm not saying that's not negative. I'm saying he he's yeah. that's something he can do. Nobody else can do. I'm listening. He's a great candidate, great ideas, and he'd be a fine nominate nominee. But you know, Warren uh, Harris, Biden, oh, Biden doesn't have a job either. Um, when was the last Bernie. time you saw either of them in in Congress? When was the last time mm, Harris? Very rarely. Well, summer is a little different, but very rarely. But yeah, they're out too. But he can go to the Iowa. He can go to the Carolinas. He can go to New Hampshire. You know, he can, he can spare himself thin. He has no, yeah, but to worry I'm, about. yeah. Well, I'm seeing a lot of people that are going to stuff anyways. Yeah. No. Regardless, I mean, like they so you say they don't have a job to do, but they still have a job to do, and they're they're not there. And that's not to take anything away from it because they're trying to go for something better, and greater, and be of a more service to the people. But you know. I haven't, uh, I, well, I haven't seen any of them in Congress, but that's Ooh. that's just me. I kind of follow all of their schedules a little mm. bit. Um, you know, they're all hitting Iowa really hard. Uh, Beto and and Biden were there. We can actually ran into each other um, at an at a, mm-hmm. a, a ceremony that they were adding, bringing um, a citizenship uh, ceremony. But uh, so with with the first debates, really, we're not going to get anything out of that. And unfortunately, we've already seen one person drop out, and that had nothing to do with this debate. But we have people. Uh, there's another debate coming up on CNN in July. What do we want to see from that debate? Like, what when they hit that stage? Having seen the just travesty, I mean, in my opinion, the travesty that was the first one. <laughs> what do who do who do you think is going to recover the best? Hannah, you can go first. Give me a little bit of background. Or have the best quick, showing. Though. How many people are going to be in this debate? Yeah. You said CNN. Is is making sure that it's only eight? Nope, that's September. Um, oh, okay, there could still be uh, there. There's still going to be a few more. I'm pretty. I think Yang has uh, qualified. Um, oh, Castro's qualified. Um, <laughs> not a fan, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, not a, a fan. Like the guy has no shot. Yeah, it's not like, even that he doesn't have. He's trying to wasting my time. Here's how I feel about him. That whole thousand dollar thing. Like I feel like he's and, trying. To, it's that's almost like I don't know. And he stumbled I, I, I on it, and he asked him questions. Like, what, me? Who? What? It's my idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> but you know, so, I, if I remember correctly, and I'm pretty yeah. sure I do, because I was like, oh my gosh, Kamala Harris has some kind of similar something, and because when she first announced her candidacy, she did a town hall on CNN, and I haven't seen it since, and I have, I don't exactly remember what she said, but I remember being blown away by some program policy, something that she had that was like something akin to the Obama stimulus thing where, you know, your your average citizen got some government-funded money to help integrate, whether it's the economy or their lives or whatever. And I remember, I, Chris, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think you said like uh, you know how much four hundred dollars would change. Yeah, or something, or something like that. Like, that. like be a big like difference, an, and it's true. Yeah. So, I mean, if but we're not talking about it now. That's and that's part of the problem. She had to stick. Had to, should have stuck to that. I haven't heard her say anything else about it. But I, I agree with you. I just I think that's kind of something she's backed off of a little. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah. So no, I'm just kind of dovetailing to the to the Yang thing with his thousand dollars. It's like yeah. I mean, there's. It sounds good, good, but it's not feasible. That's my opinion on it, though. I don't know. Like I guess just... I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm naive to think that you know the 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 plans that these candidates are bringing about are actually feasible. Maybe I'm naive in in thinking that, but I don't know. I think I think it's going to take a lot of hard work, and I think it's going to take a lot of zhuzhing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like plans like Elizabeth Warren's uh, super mega millionaire, whatever lottery term she's calling it, that tax. Tax. I don't. I, I feel see this, it being hard pressed. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying I see it as being a feasible thing, but maybe I just have too much faith in humanity. <laughs> hey, I don't see that kind of that like a here's money being something Americans love. Yeah, get behind. It's, I get one thing, you know, Medicare for all. Uh, that's that's something that could pop. It's a service. Yeah, and that should, you know, other other ideas that I'm blank on right now. Yeah, like that that's something that people need. Even like oh, even student loan reduction, and I'm not saying free college, but you know, 
Yeah. Something, something that's it's more another great plan Beto yeah. has, by the way. We, thank you, Chris. <laughs> he has, <laughs> has his education plan out. Like he, whatever <laughs> no. of what I've seen of him saying listen, that is really good. Listen, student loans sh- shouldn't sh- shouldn't cripple us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you know, at the same time, that's that's something you could probably get past. Um, but giving well, you, people you, money every month, it seems tougher and harder to convince voters to to yeah. get on your side about. Exactly. And, and, and I would say almost the majority of uh, voters don't want just free money being so, handed out. I mean, I want to know that, but like, it's, no, it's absolutely just, not. It seems like a tough thing. Sure. Why not? But it's, I mean, it's got to be able to get through Congress. And there, uh, yeah. I, I, never, I never yeah. would. I never would. Hell, Medicare for All might have a hard time getting through Congress, but it, something it sounds like good <laughs> on a campaign, but it it's does. not feasible. But, but let me, let me reword the question a little bit differently. Who do you think is going to come out and really wow us. Like you, you like we, we know what Elizabeth Warren can do. So I don't, I don't see her coming out and wowing everybody. There are a lot of people who really want to make their, the, their cases known and people that didn't have the best night, but you know, that really need to make that, that really need to wow us. I, I don't know if anybody really is going to wow anybody. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's July. <laughs> you know we're so far out the field is way too crowded and mm-hmm. if it devolves into what these debates did on the second night then it doesn't or even you know with Beto and Castro then nothing is gonna stand out what's going to stand out are the negatives I agree with that and I think that's again what popped uh, kind mm-hmm. of stood out this time It and it wasn't even necessary and like the stuff that did stand out wasn't necessarily negative but i mean it 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 just and a lot of it hasn't been painted in the the, it's confusing the castro and beto thing was confusing like it 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 threw people off four days it really did because i was very confused by it and that might just be part of my ignorance into what that that policy is but I, i yeah i I, I think that a lot of people, I think we, a lot of people got caught up by that or tripped up by that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I, I, I it kind of, I was like, what the, what the hell yeah. is he talking yeah. about? It so what, what does, can't Dan, what does it, what does a candidate have to do to stand out? We've seen it. We've seen how it's going to play out. We know what they're going to do. I mean, if we get more of the same, what is a candidate going to have to do to stand out? Um, <clears throat> that's a good question. It's, it's tough. Like we said, it's July. But they got to find a quote unquote viral moment, mm. you know, something where they're going to go after the leader or somebody, you know, somebody like a Biden, somebody like a Sanders. And that's, I, I don't, I'm not trying to bash or work. I think he's a great candidate, you know, he's a great campaigner, but that stage for some reason is not his, his best friend. You know, it's where he struggled against, against Cruz. Um, and, I, and I think he could find a way if it's a smaller setting to, you know, he didn't have a great debate. Well, he did have a good debate, but it didn't look good in the media. I mean, anybody the, the, can media go, the media yeah. bashes him all the yeah. time anyways. You know, I'm not trying to pander to, to, to this podcast, but I think if anybody can get up in this, it's, it'd be him. You know, because, you know, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't, I, I read his, again, I read his stuff. I try to listen to him again. You know, his ideas are strong, are solid. He seems, he seems sincere. There's no, B, there's no BS there. Um, but I just, my thing, I just, the worst thing that could happen is you have like a stumble where, you know, if you're trying to, if you're somebody like a booker, who I think is fine on, on, he was on Wednesday. He was on Wednesday. Yeah, he was on Wednesday. I, th- I yeah. think, I think Booker had a good show too. Yeah, but like, he, I mean, nobody was really, really, but, really strong. No, other but than did, Kamala Harris. Let's, I'm not going to take anything yeah. from her. But like, you know, Booker and Babudijaj did have a little stumble with the police chief thing. He should have fired the guy the next day. But, yeah. But, you know, Booker and had a decent showing and Klobuchar to me had a decent showing. But didn't even move a needle for anybody. No, you and know? I think you saw that with the the polls that came after. Yeah. I mean, the initial ones, uh, they had a couple polls had Castro go up. Yeah, he went up, and Kamala but, more went up. But he immediately went back down. Yeah. Like most people, kind of stayed the same. Beto's climbed a little bit. Uh, Harris has really climbed, but a lot of the the other guys who are you know the one percenters or less than one percenters aren't. They didn't really move the needle. I saw Gabbard show up on a few um, polls, and I, it, I I think it'd be a disservice to not mention her because Tulsi Gabbard actually in the in the first debates, I was relatively impressed by her, knowing what I know about her. 
and knowing where she came from, having come from a similar background and conservative background, mm. I get, I kind of got that, you know, it, it takes a, sometimes it takes a long time to unlearn stuff. Yeah. And I can and totally, like to really see the yeah, world. I, I can totally appreciate somebody who has had literally life changing experiences and, and mind altering experiences and having to like and having to navigate you know like oh yeah I used to you know say this and I used to say that but this is why I'm changing my mind now I totally respect that yeah no no I I do too speaking of mind altering experiences um I think the uh I think one of my favorite parts about the first debate had to have been a lot of the the tweets afterwards about Marianne Williams who <laughs> seems like a super sweet lady but she <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she was digesting an edible the whole time she was all about that peace and love man which sounds great on paper but I mean she's another one like she's getting she's getting a lot of funding and I actually read somewhere where they think it's a um they, she has a lot of GOP funding because they know she's not going to win, but they want to keep getting her on the debate stage, um, which is weird. And it's working if it, if that's what they're doing because she's in the second debate. So I guess yeah. we're going to get more of the same. She is pretty much the Democrat version of Professor Trelawney. <laughs> that's how I saw her. Oh, man. dude. <laughs> but I mean, like. No, she was kind of a space kid. She was the only one that she seemed really out of place. And it just her, I want to embrace President Trump with love. I'll call New Zealand right away. Yeah. She's going to, you best watch out. She's going to call New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What? For hey, fucking Chris, what? Hey. For fucking go. what? <laughs> what? What the hell it's not? a really, it's a really nice place. Uh, the Shire is there. But why is she calling New Zealand? <laughs> the Shire is there. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know, man. Lord of the Rings podcast coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> in another know. news. I don't, I don't know, know, man. I, I think we, we I think really from what I got from you guys for from that both questions is we just really need this this um We need a calling. We need people we need, to go away. We, we need people to go away. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, Swalwell, yes, while he dropped out, we got Tom Steyer. Yeah, Ooh. right. Why? I, and here, Why here's not? my here's my thing on Steyer. Steyer better not use a single dime that he made from his pack he he created to impeach Trump. Because if I would have donated to that, and he decided to use it for himself to run for president after I donated it for something else, I would be pissed. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't donate money for you to run for president. You told me you weren't running for president. My money goes to Beto O'Rourke. When I can donate, I donate to Better Work because that's who I want to see as president. Is that illegal and, and to do that? I don't know. I mean, that's, I, that's a, I, with, yeah, right? Like, with very loose lips, I say it has to be. I mean, you can't yeah. divert funds that were meant for something. Like, that's what, like, embezzling is, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. At, at, at the same Listen, time, we gave pre- him the money. Our president does that, so might as well. Why right? Not? I mean, Nobody gets, we get away with it. That's that's the butthurt emails but, excuse. Yeah, but like <laughs> my problem with Tom Steyer, and I'm jumping the gun, maybe like why? What? What? What's what's the rationale? Nobody knows what's who you gained? are. You're not Trump. You don't have the name recognition. Your money can go far if you really want it to make a difference in the Democratic Party. Give to state legislative uh, races. Give to set in the Senate. There's several states like Maine, Colorado, mm-hmm. Iowa, New Carolina who need that money. You yep. know, if you if you flip state, you look at your your state. If I'm wrong, M- M- MJ like Hagar, one, like one, then like one vote changed the House of delegates last like two yep. years ago. One and, and it makes a vote. huge difference. And for all you who are not aware, I know it's a big census issue right now. Is that states decide the census? So if it's Democratic legislators, they can draw the lines. Um, not Republicans who want to gerrymander. Oh, hopefully. Yeah, yeah hopefully, ideally. Because so, <laughs> uh, that's so, that's going up to the uh, Supreme Court again, so, too. Yeah. So Ugh, long story we short, talked on that one. Tom Steyer, use your money and invest it to dip down ballot races and to the Senate. I mean, that Please. kind of touches... And, oh, I'm sorry, Dan. Continue. Sorry. No, you, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You can go. No, I was just going to say this kind of touches <laughs> on the thought that's been in the back of my mind through this entire conversation, through... The, this entire, you know, lead up to debates and all this. 
and I don't mean to diminish the importance of the presidency, but it's like legit. Like, is 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 this really the race that we need to really be concerned about right now, or is congress or or our congressional races more of an urgency at this point? I I I, I think. I, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think it's I think it's both. Um, uh, I there is uh, there. I can't remember her name. I want to say it's Amy McGrath is yes. the one who's yes. she is running against Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. And 100 percent, she's going to get some uh, of my money because <laughs> I, I want I, I, I want that man jobless. Damn straight. He's I mean, he is earned not having let's, a job. Let's be real. Like if, some of our money. Can we just. Throwing that one out there. Yeah, that's fair. Whatever, whatever. whatever. <laughs> of, uh, Sound like my wife. Calm down. Yeah, yeah. No, no. And and again, you have MJ Hagar who's running in Texas, and it drives me crazy that people are like, Beto needs to drop out and run for Senate. We sent for Senate. We have this great candidate in Texas who's running against Cornyn, and Cornyn's not doing himself any favors because he keeps saying stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Like you can't keep saying stupid shit, and people like actually want to vote for you, unless you're Donald Trump, and he panders to you know lowest common denominator of people it's (laughs) unfortunate and you know we we need to unseat those guys that's true that's and and so that we need we this this isn't you know this isn't checkers it's chess we need to be able to move all of the pieces all over the board at any given time that's a good point that's a good point we have to we have to make sure we're we're focusing on that but the presidency is just as important because if we have a republican president and trump is president again he will never sign Mm -hmm. anything and we will not get enough people it is almost impossible that we can override we'll get to a point where we can override vetoes yeah well people are getting tired of his nonsense regardless of what he may say like this stuff is important and i don't honestly I don't think the debates are – I don't buy into polls. Polls poll a 1,000 people. It's like there were a couple of polls that came out that were 0.00005% of the population of people. That's not a poll. That's, an, that's not a sample size. If you want a good sample size for the amount of people who are running right now, they need to poll 100,000 people in every state. to get. That's the only way we're going to get a true testament of what people – I mean of where people's heads are. And these debates, yeah, they, they gave, give us a showcase, but – you know, Beto is he he didn't have a good night. He didn't have a bad night, but he didn't have a great night either. But if you go and look at the support that he has garnered in Nashville and in South Carolina, like he's really energized those people. He's pushing this whole new kind of politics thing. Maybe it's time that people get on that train. Like it's not our system isn't working. Our system brought us Donald Trump and it's given us Mitch McConnell and it's given these people way too much power. You made me shiver. One thing I want to say, Chris, about you know the Senate and the presidency is that I say we you know, some, uh, together here. We need to be unified on one message. Like I said today, they're uh, DOJ is arguing against uh, ACA. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, jumping ahead in this podcast, but you know states are passing restrictive abortion laws that mm-hmm. are, sh- are should be against the Constitution. Um, you know we need to have the message that <clears throat> they're coming for our rights and and Hannah, you're right mm-hmm. you're not i'm not a woman obviously <laughs> <laughs> but you know you know for our health care you know luckily chris and i are both teachers so we thank god have the government health care more or less everybody does and you know people are going to start dying and getting really sick again if we if people lose their protections yep so and people they're, need to know that it should be the message it should all we talk about there there are going to be women who die because of them mm-hmm. the, the, those laws and it, it'll give, it, it'll, give a it'll, fuck it'll get a language <laughs> yeah it, it's just it's it's unfortunate that that's where we're at and we're really divided so maybe a new kind of politics isn't a bad yeah. idea i mean like, you, know, I, you can be like you can have different views from each other but you have to find a way to work together mm-hmm. and we're not and we're not nobody exactly. is and 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 that that kind of behavior is being allowed by and the minority there's no way like i know republicans and i know good republicans like people who are good decent people you know there are republicans against trump like that's a thing mm-hmm. you know it, it, it they have to be in the minority i, I would i would I have to think so well, like just my belief in humanity one elected official has spoken out against trump that's all much. you need to know about it mm-hmm. yeah it's all you know about it that nobody has enough of a freaking backbone to stand up to this guy because they do, we can tweet at them, and they're going to go, "Oh, I'm sorry. No, look at look at Cruz, look at Rubio, look at Lindsey Graham." Yeah. You know, that ass clown was, you know, 
of Graham literally lambasted him for being unfit, and now he's like he's literally his his butt buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I I get it. You can be against him, but then you're literally your best friend. Like, I don't know. It's it's just it's it's unfortunate all around, and it's we need to get back <clears throat> to. We we need we need we need change. That's that's pretty much it. You know, I know we we, we started familiar, this. But... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't doesn't he kind of sound like in a way? Obviously, different people. A kind of like Obama, young guy, charismatic guy. You know, in government. You know, he made his made his. You know, Obama had the speech in '04. Beto ran and you know had some good moments. You mm-hmm. know, doing it a little differently. They kind of have a similar feel to it. That that's and what I'm seeing a lot he, of. He's behind. Obama was behind, he, you know, obviously Obama was a little bit less, well, I shouldn't say that, but, you know, he was behind, Hillary was, you know, clearly in front and Obama yeah. stormed back and beat him in Iowa. Again, it was major name recognition at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the the field back then wasn't as crowded. It was, and it was I've heard a, heard a lot of people say, you know, make the comparisons to Obama, but I, I, I see him more in the same vein as uh, Bobby, Bobby Kennedy. Um, That's my name it, recognition. Yeah, no, no. He, that's a that's a that's a big one. I I I went back and I I read through some of the stuff on Bobby and I was like, wow, this is they're very similar the way they do things. Like, um, did he come in late to the to the field, Bobby? He did. Yeah. When in in sixty eight, he won. Um, he made a, a he won California. Like he was getting his butt kicked, and he goes and he wins California. And unfortunately, we know yes. what happens after that. And he was going into the um, the convention. He was going to be the nominee. He would have been the nominee the same day that he won um, California. He won North Dakota, mm. and that it changed everything right there. You know, that's all it's going to take. Beto's going to win Texas. Beto will win Texas. I'm write that down right now. He's already got a lead on all of them in Texas in all of those polls that I say that don't matter. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just I don't, I don't know. We need a lot of change. And I know this this whole thing was supposed to be about debates. And again, it's the first debate, so I'm glad we got this conversation kind of kind mm-hmm. of going and flowing. And you know, we're all kind of all over the place, and that's how it is right now. We are all in a, a position where like oh, we don't we need we kind of need to come up for air some from time to time. But uh, then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call it there. Um, I appreciate you guys coming uh, back on. I really appreciate it. Uh, Hannah came in at the last second. Literally last second. Literally yeah, last I mean, second. I, not even, not even like when you live <laughs> when you live with the guy that does the podcast and you walk by at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> wrong time. Perfect time. Perfect time. Perfect timing. Yeah, you guys and like the conversation's good. You guys add a lot. Um, but and it's go it's Beto. good to, it's good to have people who want it. Yeah, go Beto. Let's <laughs> let's get this thing done, man. And I do want to say if you have an, a, a a Lights for Liberty event near you, um, I know this is gonna come. This will come out on Thursday, uh, late late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. If you have a Lights for Liberty event near you, get out to it. We have to bring attention to these detention camps and what they are doing to children. I want I want to plug my my fellow tribe members in in my state of New Jersey, Elizabeth, you know, getting out there and, and making the point never again is never again. That's not you know we can't use the line and say, oh, let's remember the Holocaust and then turn our eyes blind to the detention centers. Yeah, I know what AOC yeah. said and it's not a, you know whatever she said and I don't think she was necessarily wrong with what she said, but it's the the fact that the judge jumped on her throat for using those those words. Instead of saying, oh, it's a problem here, shows you how much little they care about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, Simple it's, as that. It's, it's not never again sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's never, never again, again, period. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's – I'm going to plug that and I'm going to plug that hard. If you can get out for a Lights for Liberty event, get out to it. I'm uh, going up to Richmond. Me and Hannah got a sitter. We're going to go up there. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go up and we're going to make sure that our voices are heard. You know, these are kids. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're children. Listen, um, I, I have a five-year-old who, if he, would, I don't know what he would do, and, and a three-year-old, and you obviously have a really young kid. Yeah, I have a, I have a nine-month-old. But yeah. that's the crazy but, thing is, we have a nine-month-old, and he <laughs> is like it is still something that could happen to him. Yeah. Oh, I look at him every day, and I would think there's nothing. It's it'd take a lot of people to get him from me. Period. <laughs> a lot of people. Um, but again, I want to thank you guys for coming on, um, guys. My pleasure. Uh, for all, yeah, thank you, Hannah. Thank you. Last minute edition, <laughs> awesome. You 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 crushed it. Um, but 
you know, for you guys, for my listeners out there, if you can get out, volunteer, donate. I know this is a very Beto uh, centric um, podcast, but donate to other causes too that are important. Again, I brought up the detention centers. There's plenty of um, of pro- programs and things that you can get out and do that you can donate towards that. But again, you know, also donate towards Beto's campaign. We need that money. Um, get out and volunteer, hold events, go to events. Get when you see, when he comes to your town or comes close to you, go see him speak. The man can speak. Hannah can attest to that because she saw him when he was in Hampton. And I'm super, super jealous. But for <laughs> super, super jealous, I made her go because um, I couldn't. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyways, for uh, for now, um, I'm Chris, and uh, let's keep on looking ahead to better days. <laughs>